Welcome to Where Faith and Feelings Meet with Pastor Charity. Welcome to season two of Where Faith and Feelings Meet. I'm excited to um, kick us off and get us going. So as we do that today, one of the things I want to um, want to do is to be real, share emotions, uh, which is really what we're all about here. This is the process of uh, this podcast is the process of bringing together faith and feelings uh, in a way that is holistic and healthy, uh, where we are integrating and not um, sort of orphaning or pushing away certain parts of who we are as people of faith. And so uh, today I'd love to reintroduce myself a little bit and share a little bit about um, my journey as we begin this journey together um, in season two. So my name is Charity. I'm a pastor in the United Methodist Church. Um, I work at a church called The Gathering in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I serve as the pastor of spiritual formation and groups. Uh, I love what I get to do um, at The Gathering, the people I get to work with, um, and especially the lives that I get to see um, be transformed by the love and grace of Jesus Christ and um, and the ways that that impacts me every day as well. And so I feel really privileged to be on um, journey with many people um, and watching their lives be transformed. Um, I'm a mom. I'm a single mom to two boys, Gabriel and Levi. Uh, Gabriel is 12. Levi is 10. Uh, They teach me a lot about what it means to be not only uh, a a person of faith, a parent, um, but also a person who is in touch with one's emotions as um, I seek to model with, um, with them. Um, how to navigate their own emotions and to name them. Uh, my son Gabriel is 12 and he's on the autism spectrum. And so uh, we have lots of big emotions in uh, my house. And so uh, it's really important that I I can model what, what it looks like to um, be in touch with those feelings and to honor and validate them and um, and to, you know, some a lot of times that looks like me saying as calm as possible because uh, two folks can't have meltdowns at the same time. So um, even when it gets sometimes hard in my home um, with all of the feelings that the boys can have, um, it's so important for me to be regulated. And uh, I, I mean, most of the time I am. And definitely there are times when uh, I am just as frustrated as them. And so... Um, this is a practice as we talk about integrating, um, what, what I'm learning as emotional intelligence into our faith, uh, faith journey. It is a practice. It's a spiritual discipline. And so it's not something that we just get right one time and therefore we have it mastered. Um, for me, this is the practice uh, of my faith. So I mentioned emotional intelligence. I am an emotional intelligence practitioner um, through a company called Six Seconds. Uh, It's an international nonprofit organization. Um, I facilitate EQ, uh, which is emotional intelligence, as well as um, I'm an assessor. And so um, I walk people through a process of Uh, taking an assessment and then helping them to understand what that assessment means for their emotional intelligence or their EQ. Um, I also take these assessments uh, fairly regularly so that I am um, true to what's going on in my life and world. These assessments are not sort of the the one and done where it's like, okay, well, once you take it, you know, this is who you are forever. Uh, Life is life, right? Life keeps on lifing and uh, our circumstances do impact um, our emotional intelligence. Um, I tell people often that 
you know, during the pandemic, for example, I had low EQ um, because I I wasn't in communication with other people. I was um, a little, um, you know, it was isolating, depressing, um, uncertain. Um, all those things were a part of um, my reality and many other people's reality. And so um, the way my EQ showed up during that time uh, looks different than it has had looked in the in the past. And so uh, this is, uh, it's a thermometer, right? It's a way to a gauge to kind of let you know where you are um, in different seasons, um, in your life. And so I, I absolutely encourage people, uh, to get these assessments and to, um, embark on a debrief. And, um, you can check me out at charitygoodwin.com to get more information about that. So why a little bit, I share why I do the podcast one, I believe uh, that life is better with Jesus. And so, uh, this podcast is a way of, of expressing that, um, oftentimes through scripture, but then also through ways that we can look at our mental um, health. Uh, I also believe that some expressions of Christianity have neglected the whole person by excluding feelings. And I would, I feel called to bring a new voice to, um, to the, to that space, uh, to really counter some of the, what I would believe to be, what I believe to be harmful, um, rhetoric, um, harmful preaching and teaching, um, that tells people not to, um, not to really engage feelings that they're horrible, that they're wrong, um, that they're the opposite of faith. Um, I don't buy it. And in my experience, the more I have included faith or feelings into my faith, um, the more holistic I have felt, the more grounded I have felt. Um, and I definitely believe it is, um, it is the healthy way to go. And then, um, yeah, the last thing I'll say about a little piece, some pieces around what I believe is that uh, I believe that the church comes in many forms and there are some that we know uh, already and there are others that have yet to be created or lived into. Uh, I have a passion for creating different kinds of community. And so here on the podcast, we get to be a, a digital community, if you will. Um, and I see this as a form uh, of church um, where uh, the gospel is proclaimed, uh, where people hear it and pray over time or uh, transformed as we seek to live into our salvation and uh, work it out, if you will, in in a, in a way by practicing it on a regular basis. And so um, to me, including faith and feelings in that is essential. So this is um, season two of the podcast. If you uh, check out season one, I share um, I share my book, essentially 50, uh, 50 days of uh, the book Get Up which is about unearthing your passion and taking brave action. And so, um, you know, if you want to have a, a daily sort of devotional check-in, which uh, really centers emotions and faith, uh, that's a great season to um, maybe listen to alongside what we'll be doing now in season two. So it has taken me a minute to get season two out. And so what I wanted to do today is to, uh, to model for you a little bit of, of, uh, emotional intelligence, uh, to keep it real and to kind of let you know where I have been. My intention was, uh, to start our season two, uh, in early May. Uh, I mean, it's mental health awareness month and, you know, here I am talking about faith and feelings and it felt to me like I ended up having my own mental health awareness month, uh, in a very personal way. And so a lot, um, has, um, been going on in my own 
in my own being, if you will. And so uh, it's taken me some emotional intelligence to get to today to be able to share. So here's what I'm going to do. I have this quote that says, heart matters are hard matters. Heart matters are hard matters. Um, that the matters of the heart are not just easy. Uh, I think we have in society a Um, you know, we make Valentine's day and, you know, we put our little hands together and form little hearts and all the things, you know, it all sounds sweet and cute, but I believe that when we really get to the matter of, of heart stuff, um, that these are some places that this is a space that is sometimes hard to navigate, especially if you don't have the tools, especially if you're hearing, um, from pulpits or, um, you know, IG or what have you that, um, you know, don't listen to your feelings. They'll lead you wrong. Um, just have faith, just, you know, skip all that and do this and, and do what you know to be faithful. Um, I believe there is another response, right? I believe there's a way um, for for faith and feelings to be inclusive um, for uh, feelings, which um, we often talk about as data and information. Um, You can learn a lot about what's happening inside you when you tap into your feelings and you can actually name them. And so heart matters are hard matters, especially if you don't have the tools. One of the tools um, is emotional literacy. And so I, I just did a journal in here a few days ago um, for myself as I was just trying to really acknowledge what has been uh, happening in my own um, heart and for me uh, my heart has been tired my my spirit my soul uh, has been what the what my my grandmama then would say bone tired right like I have just been in a space of you know getting it done, which is something that I used to really pride myself on. I'm just getting everything done. Um, but just doing it at a, at a pace and with a, with a heaviness, um, with a weariness, right? Scripture says, come unto me, all you who, uh, labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. I have been tired and in need of a certain kind of rest. Um, and so uh, taking a few uh, weeks um, before getting back to season two has uh, in some ways afforded me that. At the end of this month, uh, I'll be actually taking some vacation. And so um, looking forward to that, to have a little space um, from work and all of that. So uh, I'm United Methodist. I'm an ordained pastor, ordained elder in the United Methodist Church. And John Wesley uh, asked this question, how is it with your soul? And so what I'm going to offer up to you today is my own sort of uh, heart matter moment is what I'm calling this. Uh, it is a way for me to review some situations from my life and name the emotions that have accompanied those events. Um, it's a way for me to model and share um, with you how I do this in my real life and um, yeah, and practice the, um, the competency of emotional literacy, enhancing emotional literacy. So how is it with your soul? How is it with my soul? What's the feeling where you look at the panel in the car and the R is highlighted? You step on the gas, but the car doesn't move. You look down again and realize that you should be in D and there is a car parked behind you. You say, thank you, Jesus. And you put the car in the right, in the right, um, in the right place and start to head off. Or when you sit in 
the car a mere five minutes waiting for doors to be opened on your kids uh, at your kids scout meeting and instead of just sitting there and maybe having conversation with them my head or your head does a sleepy nod numerous times before your kid speaks up and says mom people are here it's time to go and so you say okay wipe the drool from the corner of your mouth with a fast food napkin and walk in for what is the last meeting of the school year thank you jesus or your 4.30 a.m. internal wake-up call doesn't ring, and it's 6.30 a.m. with 15 minutes to spare before waking up the first child for school. You miss writing, recording the podcast, an extended time in prayer, and try to speak grace to yourself, but you know something is going on because you haven't started season two of the podcast yet. So these are some of the situations that um, have occurred. And back to back in some ways, you know, it's like every other day, something that is happening is uh, showing me that something else is going on. And so the feelings expressed in uh, these scenarios, if you will, which are all real, real things that I have done uh, over the last even just two weeks. Uh, the feelings expressed here are tired, uh, bone tired, weariness, gratitude, um, some confusion, like why is my car in R? Like I literally I was like, why am I in reverse? I'm sitting there and I'm, I mean, it was the craziest thing. And then when I finally put the car in drive and realized that there was a car behind me, had I really, you know, gunned the, uh, the accelerator, which I could have actually done because there was nothing in front of me. I was just going to start just driving through this uh, parking lot. <laughs> um, ooh, that would have been bad. And so there's a sense of, of gratitude as well and grace that, you know, thanking God that those things didn't happen. Hesitation, resistance, disappointment, uh, regret, and some dread. Now, I know a lot of people start talking about the gospel and it's like, oh, this sounds, this sounds horrible. You know, you're a preacher. You should be telling us all good stuff. Um, stay tuned because we're actually going to talk about um, <clears throat> here in season two, we're going to be talking about toxic positivity and spiritual bypassing. I think there is a way to be straight up and to be real about what is hard and also still having hope. Um, because in the midst of all of, of this, for example, that has been happening in my life, and these are just a few of things that I share that were sort of uh, signs to me, like pay attention, something's going on, which is what your feelings tell you to do. Like, hey, um, you're feeling, you know, tired, pay attention, something may be going on. You're, you're feeling a little uneasy or confused, pay attention. Oh, you seem really happy. What can you name that has been a blessing and something you want to celebrate? What What's going on in you in that way, right? Feelings are information. They are data. And so we want to pay attention to them. So I um, I share this because I, I, I hope that we can begin to bring together um, the, the heavy and the hard and that all of this is gospel in the sense that, um, yes, it's good news that we don't have to live, uh, fragmented. We don't have to live, um, in just a broken place where when we express our feelings that we have to live in them to the degree that we will never, you know, navigate out of them. Uh, that's good news. Uh, it's good news that Jesus created us to be whole people, um, with emotions, with a body that can feel those emotions and give us warning signs and symbols and um, 
ways to pay attention that hopefully we uh, take the time, right, as a spiritual discipline uh, to check in, to get quiet, uh, to, to look, look back and reflect what has been going on in my life. What have I been feeling? What is my body trying to tell me? Friends, this is good news. Uh, I, I just, I love the way that we are created um, in such a way that uh, when we are in touch with all of who we are, um, we can learn a lot about who we are and who God is calling us to be and, and who God made us already to be. Uh, feeling people, um, thinking people, as well as people who, who do, right? The, the behaviors that we have, um, the ways we go out and impact the world, the ways we serve, all of this um, together make us who we are. Um, and so I think sometimes, you know, we want to depend on one part of who we are over and against another. And so in, in my experience, um, I think Christianity in some ways has become more about what we think. Um, and so it's sort of like, you know, people quote scripture. And so we want to be, we, we create quite what it means to be a Christian as uh, what it is we think or even, but quote unquote, believe. Um, and so the more we know, then the quote, more Christian we are, for example, uh, we are whole people and we're not just people with heads. We're people with hearts and we're people with hands. Um, we're thinking people, feeling people and doing people. And I believe when we bring all of that together, uh, the whole of who we are honors who God is in us. So friends, so here we are. I just wanted to give you some give you an example of uh, enhanced emotion, emotional literacy to actually, you know, name with, um, actually name feelings. Um, before I started this work, I tell people I had, I had three feelings that I can name happy, sad, and pissed off. And so, uh, now that has grown. Right. And, and the reality that I can experience, you know, more than one emotion at a time, I, in the same week of, you know, these, uh, sort of heavy things that I named here happening, also, there were good things though, that happened, right? Things that um, made me joyful and contented. Um, and so you can experience uh, opposite, what might feel like opposite emotions um, at the same time. Uh, feelings are actually neutral. There are, they're not, um, you know, positive and negative. And so, um, yeah. I, I hope this has been helpful uh, to you today as we just get ready to kick off season two of the podcast. We'll be um, talking about two things I know for sure at this point. One is going to be uh, spiritual bypassing and how that's unhealthy. If you've never heard that term, I'll be breaking that down in the next week or so. And then also toxic positivity uh, as it relates to hope. If you want to learn more about emotional intelligence, I'd love to for you to join me um, on June 1st. I'm hosting a, um, a workshop where we're going to be looking at uh, what it means to find Jesus in our emotions. Um, so Thursday, June 1st, uh, I'll put the information in the show notes, um, but you can go to www.tinyurl.com backslash the free workshop. Um, and so this is a free workshop I'll be offering with some friends of mine um, at the Institute your network uh, who also do work around wholeness and authenticity and uh, they're one of my strategic partners we're coming together um, to talk about faith and feelings and uh, how they interact which is one of my favorite things uh, to do um, because I really do believe that when we talk about being saved it's um, that root word is sozo uh, Greek word is sozo which means wholeness and it means uh, I think 
we've maybe skewed uh, or maybe just have had a, a short-sighted view of what it means uh, to be saved, what salvation means. And so I invite you to join me um, for June 1st um, for that workshop. Uh, invite all your friends and uh, we're going to get grounded in some emotions um, and the good news of what it means to be people created uh, in the image of God. And I'm grateful that you know, I could go on and on now about theology, but I'm grateful today also, you know, that God feels right along with us, right? That um, God doesn't just sit high and look low and isn't impacted by what's going on in our life. I, I believe that when um, that when we weep, Jesus weeps, God weeps along with us. And so uh, these are some of the things that we'll be unpacking uh, in season two. And uh, let's uh, close today with a prayer. Loving God, I give you thanks for who you are. Uh, for who you created us to be in your image. Thank you. Thank you that as um, we open up your word and as we look inside ourselves, we learn more about you. Thank you for the ways that you journey with us. You love us. And even in the spaces where we're still, of course, figuring it out, which we'll always be figuring it out, you just offer us grace and love. And you even give us people to speak into our lives. And so, God, I thank you for those who, um, in the moments that we have perhaps felt um, discouraged, that you you bring folks uh, into our lives to speak life and to speak hope um, and to speak uh, to and to speak to say um, it's okay where you are. But also, people who come into our lives to listen, uh, to simply be present, um, to hold space for us. Thank you, God. As we journey through this week, we honor your presence in and among us. This we pray in Jesus' name through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen.